Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to our Easter celebration for 2022. Um, If I'm not mistaken, we are the beginning of our third year. So thank you, everybody, for being here on Zoom and listening on ACB Media. Thank you, Cindy, for being our streamer tonight. Um, you got to love ACB Media. What an awesome service. And Belinda is my host. Thank you, Belinda. So tonight, I would like everybody to share a recipe that you do for your Easter celebration. If And even if you don't have a recipe, please tell us what you're going to do fun for Easter because we won't meet again before Easter. So, um, Belinda, would you tell everybody how they can do that, please? Absolutely. Um, First of all, this call is being recorded for your safety and security. And you need to tab over to the Got It button before you can do any of these commands. If you are joining us on the PC, to raise your hand is Alt-Y. To mute and unmute is alt a if you're joining us on the mac to raise your hand is option y to mute and unmute is command shift a on the smartphone app to raise your hand you're going to find the more button at the bottom right of your screen double tap that swipe to the raise hand option and your mute and unmute toggle button will be found on the bottom left of your screen to, if you're on a landline phone with a physical keypad, star 9 to raise your hand and star 6 to mute and unmute. And Sheila, I'll turn it back over to you. Thank you, ma'am. So I want everybody to share who they are, where you live, and if you have a recipe wonderful if you don't it's okay i am very happy you're here so belinda do we have any hands raised yes ma'am we do uh we're gonna start with peggy hi peggy hi how are you good i'm peggy carpenter from sebring florida and um the recipe I sent in, I, I've seen it in lots of places. I will confess I have not made it, but I will be making it for Easter this year because uh, our uh, community is having a potluck, so I'm going to take that. Um, but anyway, it's um, the recipe, I've seen it several places, and it's either called orange creamsicle salad or orange dreamsicle salad. Now, I will say like a lot of jello salads that were um, popular in the 70s, this one calls itself a salad, but that's, I would take that very loosely. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> since it's really more of a dessert, I guess, but whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, you take one package of orange jello and you dissolve it in one cup of boiling water. Then you add half a cup of cold water and you refrigerate it for 15 minutes until it starts to get a little bit uh, well at least cold 
Then you add a package of instant vanilla pudding and stir that in and then chill it for another 20 minutes. And by then it should start getting thick. So then you're going to fold in an eight ounce Cool Whip, either one or two cans of drained mandarin oranges, and either one or two cups of miniature marshmallows. And then you mix that all up and chill it again, and it's good to go. It sounds so refreshing and so good. When, it when sounds I, very Eastery to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, so. you know, when you sent it to me, I was looking at it, and I was like, hmm, I might have to make this. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound good. <laughs> so, and I would definitely call it an orange creamsicle. I, I yes, because yes. it probably looks like, and that used to be one of my favorite ice creams me when too. I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, dear. Thanks for being sure. here. And All happy right. Easter. Yes, you too. Thanks. All right, Belinda, who's next? Next up is Marie. Hi, Marie. Happy early Easter. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Good. How are you? I, I think I might add a shot of orange vodka in that um jello mixture. <laughs> that might be good. Maybe you could replace the water with vodka. Yeah, well, I mean, just a little <laughs> bit, you know. Like, you know. I'm not surprised. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. So, um, Marie Brinius from Fairfax, Virginia. And what a, um, after church, going to um, either a buffet or a place with a prefixed uh, menu. So I'm not sure yet. Mm -hmm. It's up to my up to my mother. But mm -hmm. anyways, I don't have a recipe per se. I have more of a liquid libation. Okay. Um, somehow, after di from dialysis, I took home a mini bottle of champagne. Hmm, go figure. <laughs> Someone gave it to me. She said, just give it to Marie. Apparently, I went on the wrong day because on the, the other days, someone had their birthday and gave everyone mini bottles of champagne. I said, well, I should consider changing my days. Anyway, oh, gosh. so I tried instead of a mimosa with, you know, orange juice, try it with pineapple juice. It's really good. So mm. a mimosa, but instead of orange juice, use pineapple juice. So that's my contribution today. Well, I'm happy you're here and happy early Easter. And I hope you enjoy your buffet no matter where you go. So. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Marie. Bye. All right. Next up is Danette. Hi, Danette. Hello. How are so you? I'm Danette from Linwood, Washington. And for me, I probably shared this a couple of years ago when the first year this recipe shop was going. <laughs> <laughs> and I already know because I'm listening to like this uh, on ACB Mania. I already know Sheila has already done this. And it's only three ingredients. You need a crock pot, a layer of sliced ham, layer of brown sugar. And you, it, I, I like to use the sliced pineapples. And then you keep on going the layer of each. And then when you're all the way done, you pour in the pineapple juice and you let her cook oh. for about eight hours. So, yes, on slow. On, yeah. Yes, I know you've tried it. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> You are right. I have done it more than one time, and it is so good. So thank you, Danette. Thank, thank you, you for being here, and happy early Easter. Thanks. Next up is Vicki. 
Hi, Miss Vicky. Hi. How, how are you guys? Awesome. How are you? I'm doing fine. Um, I'm from Alexandria, Virginia. And uh, Marie, your mimosa will go with my dish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, have you ever been in a situation and you might have company coming and you think, well, what do I give for breakfast other than the usual stuff? And I, you know, a lot of people uh, have Easter brunch at their house as well mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I found this recipe that I wanted to uh, give today. Um, the name of it is called apple and raisin oven pancake. And here are the ingredients. There's eight of them. One large baking apple cored and thinly sliced. Now, if, if you could use two small ones or, you know, a couple, you could just use your own judgment on this. One third cup of raisins, two tablespoons of brown sugar, one half teaspoon of ground cinnamon, four eggs, two thirds cup of milk, two thirds cup of flour. Oh, Vicki, we lost you. Um, the host muted me. So sorry about that. Okay, so should I should I keep start going. over? I don't, I don't no. really know where I was. No, you you were at brown sugar, so keep going. Uh let me find my place. Okay. Um well, just a second here. Okay. Okay, after after Two tablespoons of brown sugar. Here we go. One half teaspoon of ground cinnamon. Four eggs. Two thirds cup of milk. Two thirds cup of flour. Two tablespoons of butter or margarine and powdered sugar for a topping if you wish. So all you have to do is just um, grease a, a um, nine inch pie plate. And then in a bowl, you combine the apple, the raisins, brown sugar and cinnamon. And you pour that into the pie plate and you bake this uncovered at 350 um, for 10 to 15 minutes. And then after that, you take the pan out of the oven and the apple should be uh, soft. Just so you know, if it isn't, you might want to put the uh, pie plate back in the oven just for, you know, two minutes more or something. Uh -huh. So then after that, you increase the oven temperature to 450. Now I would say this, if you want to um, not go that high, you probably could do it on 400, just cook it a few minutes longer. So, And then in another bowl, you combine the eggs, milk, flour, and butter or margarine, whatever one you use. And then you simply mix that up and pour it over the apple mixture and you bake 15 minutes longer. And then, uh, Again, if, you, if you're using 400, I'd maybe bake it about 18, 19 minutes longer. But anyway, so that's it. All you do is if you want to uh, top it with brown sugar, then you have your um, oven pancake. And so this would be a good <coughs> Easter brunch dish or dish for any time breakfast. It would. Now, um, do you spray the pie plate or... You know, the directions actually did say, Sheila, thank you, spray a nine-inch pie plate with, with cooking like, spray. Yeah, but, okay, okay. But I, I just use uh, a little bit of shortening in it, Okay. Uh, you know, to grease so it. So I will, I will add it to your recipe, just, you know, spray the Yeah, the, I mean, I, 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 right, I did put it in there to grease a nine-inch pie plate. 
in there? I think I did anyway. I don't remember. But you, but, I, I but did you, look at it. <laughs> but, but, no, but, but you know what? You can add that if you want. That's fine. I don't tend to use those uh, sprays a lot. Uh-huh. I'm sure they're fine. But yeah. Um, yeah, you can add that. That's fine. Okay. Well, no if problem. it's not there, I will. I'll just, I'll just say oh, yeah. grease. I'll just say yeah. grease the pipe. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. However, thank you, dear. Happy oh, no early problem. Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you. I hope the Easter bunny brings you some good candy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, but it's all right. <laughs> oh, I always like to get Easter eggs in the drugstore, the peanut butter eggs. I was like, that. oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> They're really yep. good. Yep. All, all right. right. Thank you, Happy dear. Easter. Thanks for being here. All right. Bye. All right, Belinda, who's next? Next up is Eugene. Hi, Eugene. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. Uh, It all depends upon whether I got company coming, whether I'm going to fix a lot or not. If I do, I think I'll fix that ham in the the crock pot. Yeah, for sure. A layer of ham, a layer of sugar, a layer of pineapple, ham, sugar, pineapple. And is it just one can of pineapple juice? Is that enough? Well, it's the juice from the slice. It's brown sugar, yes. Okay. Now, do you put any cherries in there anywhere? I don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I know when I do it in the oven, I always put cherries in. The well, you could. That would be good. Yeah, that would be good. I could hurt it. <laughs> and the one with the Jello dessert. Uh, I wonder, they make strawberry uh, Jello, and that way you could substitute the strawberry Jello, and instead of oranges, put strawberries in. There. Oh yeah, they make strawberry Jello. You could do it with strawberry Jello, and then put uh, uh, instead of the good. mandarin oranges, put. Uh, that sounds good put, too. Put pineapple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pineapple too. All right, and I'm from Clearwater, Florida. Before Sheila gets on to me, I wasn't going to get on to you. So okay, (laughs) all right. So thank you so much. Happy early Easter, and hope the bunny brings you some candy. (laughs) I don't need any candy, but thank you. (laughs) All right, Belinda, who's next? All right, next is Patty. Hi, Patty. I loved your recipe. Unmute, Patty. Yeah, but you're very faint, so get closer to your microphone or phone or whatever you're on. So There, let's try that. A little bit louder. Okay. I got my microphone and everything. See if I can turn my mic up, Sheila. Okay. Um, is a Snickers Nope. We still can't hear you, dear. Yeah. Just what's you're that? you're just very faint. I don't know what's going on, but you sound um, like you're talking from the other end of the tunnel. Yeah, you're you're at the other end of the room. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? That's better. That's better. Let's try that. Does that work better? Perfect. Yes. Good. Yes. Mine's a Snickers salad, and it can be. A dessert as well. In fact, a lot of the kids like it because, of course, it has candy in it as if they don't have enough candy. (laughs) (laughs) Use um, one box of instant French vanilla pudding and one cup of cold milk, eight ounces of topping, one cup of minute marshmallows, three unpeeled Granny Smith's apples. They, They do work. I get mushy and um, one package of snicker and snack sized snicker bars cut in pieces. So you, you whisk the pudding and milk together and 
you chill it until thin, then you fold in your whipped cream, and then add your the rest of your ingredients and fold gently together until it's blended. And all you do is fill it until you're ready to serve it. And I always come home with an empty bowl. I'm sorry, you're cutting in and out and you're at the other end of the tunnel again. Oh, I can't. I don't know what else to do. It's okay. I, I yeah. do have the recipe. She did send it to me. Okay. And yeah. so so it will be in the document. So, okay. Patty, you're from Wisconsin, aren't you? Oh, yes. I'm from Yeah. All right. Okay. So thank you, darling. Happy early Easter. Thank you. Just and thank you for being you. here. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Next up is Mary Grace. Hi, Mary Grace. How are you tonight? Okay. And I am from Waynesville, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I've got a recipe for portobello mushroom parmesan. It looked really good. It is. <laughs> my, my, my niece sent me this one, and I think she just, you know, made it up, but I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy it because <laughs> I've done it lots of times. Anyway, I usually use two packages of fresh mushrooms. Uh, the whole mushrooms, of, right? The whole mushrooms, uh -huh. yes. Oh, uh -huh. yeah, you want the whole mushrooms. Uh -huh. um, ingredients, two, uh, the, mush the mushrooms. Uh, one cup Romano cheese, one cup breadcrumbs, uh, shredded mozzarella cheese, two eggs, and tomato sauce. Now you want to take the you want to take like the you know the stems out of the mushrooms because they get better and everything. Um, you uh, dip mushrooms first in the eggs, then you coat the mushrooms uh, in a mixture of breadcrumbs and Romano cheese. Uh, saute the mushrooms in olive oil until brown. And then you cover the bottom of the baking dish with tomato sauce. And you place the mushrooms on the tomato sauce. And then you cover all that with mozzarella cheese and you bake at 325 for 45 minutes. Yum. And they're good. <laughs> they're good. <laughs> Yum. They do sound good. So yeah, I, I don't know that I would go through it, but I would certainly come to your house if you make them. <laughs> I've made them for a lot of covered dish things, you uh -huh. know, uh, uh -huh. and uh, they go pretty quickly. Thank you, my dear. Thank you for being here and happy early Easter. Well, happy Easter to you, too. All right. Who's next? Next up is Herbie. Hi, Herbie. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to come by and uh, say hi and uh, enjoying all the Easter recipes. And um, if anybody has any good uh, turkey recipes, I'd definitely be interested, so. All right, well, we, I'm sure that there's turkey recipes out there, so. But thank you, thanks for being here. And where do you live, Herbie? I live in Houston, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> where the days get longer in the springtime and summer and they get shorter in the fall and the winter. So uh, there you go. <laughs> thanks, Herbie, thanks for being here. And you're welcome, thanks for putting on the call. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Next, we have area code 571. 
ending in 917. Hello, happy Easter. And hi, who is this? I'm, I'm Pam from Northern oh, Virginia. Hi, and Pam. uh Yeah, and hello, Vicki and Marie. Um, <laughs> um, I know you guys from this area, <laughs> from ACB. And hi, Herbie. I know you from the cooking show. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, I, I don't have a recipe, but I have a creative idea for a centerpiece that involves uh, some just some things you can throw together. Okay. Here, here it goes. <laughs> Happy Easter again. Um, okay, you take a ring of, of like artificial flowers. They can be any color. Yellow would be preferable. Red would look pretty. You put it in the ring and then, then have a really colorful bowl. It can be like, you know, a golden bowl, a clear bowl. The one with just looks a little pretty, kind of decorative. Uh-huh. Put it in the middle, put it, put it in the middle of the ring of the, of the flowers. Uh-huh. Then, okay, for one, the outside circle, put different kinds of nuts. The inner circle, another circle, put jelly beans. Another circle, put, uh, uh, like a Dixie cup or anything you could find that's about that size. Uh-huh. But raisins, cranberries, and blueberries and blackberries in the cup. And if you can find one of these little things that they use at uh, restaurants, it's real small, put a little bit of cinnamon or ginger, whichever spice you like, or mix them, put them beside that, that cup so you can dip the nuts in. Oh. And uh, you have a very creative uh, uh, centerpiece as well as things you can grab while you're waiting for the, the, the casseroles and the turkeys and everything. <laughs> wow. And that's my you know, <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, that's a great idea. And I have plastic eggs and I have a um, ceramic Easter basket, basket or a basket. It's not really an Easter basket, but I made a ceramic basket years and years ago so i put plastic eggs in it and fill them with jelly beans and you know so any of that kind of stuff yeah you know pam we don't think about centerpieces but that's a great idea thank you thanks for your yeah, and it's edible yeah, <laughs> and you and yours is too. edible that's right so thanks pam <laughs> thanks for being here thank happy early, happy early easter happy easter and congratulations for your ceramic basket that sounds very creative. Yeah, I made it a long <laughs> time ago. So fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, happy Easter. You too, dear. Thanks. Okay, we do not have any other raised hands that have not spoken yet. Uh, Danette has her hand raised again. Okay. Well, let's see. Oh, hang on one second. Let's go okay. to Jeannie. Yeah. Hi, Jeannie. Hello. Am I unmuted? Yes, ma'am. Oh, good. Okay. Welcome. Thank you. This Happy is Jean early Johnson. Easter. Oh, well, thank you. Happy Easter to you as well. This is Jeannie Johnson from Nashville, Tennessee. And I have not made this particular recipe before, but generally we go to my in-laws for the holidays. And usually it falls upon me to bring the dessert and this just showed up, I think, in one of my emails the other day, and I've heard of it before. So I'm going to try to make it this year. Y'all may have already heard of it. And it may just be new to me, but it's called Earthquake Cake. We don't want any earthquakes. We'd rather just eat them. So preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Grease a 9 by 13 pan. That's my favorite way to always do it. 
spread one cup each toasted coconut and chopped pecans on the bottom of the pan. Then prepare a German chocolate cake mix according to the package directions. Pour the batter over the coconut and pecans. And then with a mixer, beat together one stick of softened butter and an eight ounce package of softened cream cheese until light and fluffy. Then beat in a teaspoon of vanilla and four cups of powdered sugar. Drop spoons full onto the batter and it's supposed to look spotted. So I guess you just kind of drop them everywhere. I'll have to resist my um, wanting to do them in a pattern, you know, little rows and all that. But anyway, drop them so it looks spotted. Bake it for 50 minutes, five zero. Invert and cool before serving. And to me, it just sounds, oh, luscious. So there you go. Happy Easter, all. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jeannie. I appreciate you being here. And happy early Easter. <clears throat> all right. All right, Danette. Hey, Danette. Right. So, Sheila, do you want me to send you the ham recipe again? Um, You can. Okay. And I, I think I have it, it, but you can. Right. Do, do you want, do, do, do you think he would use like Marcino cherries on it? Maraschino. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Marcino. Maraschino. Yep. Maraschino. Okay. Yep. And there was something else. Oh yeah. Have you done a, a, a call on different kinds of making muffins? We have not done a muffin call. We have not done a sauce call. Okay. So I know those are two things that people have asked for. Okay. So yeah. So Thank we'll you. decide at the end of the call. Happy Easter. I'm not going to wish that you get candy, but I'm going to wish that you get some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. And I do have a couple of recipes to share if we don't have anybody else that would like to introduce themselves or say hi. So do we have any other hands raised? Um, no one that has... Not had a chance yet. That's okay. Okay, let's see. Uh, we do have Julie Russell. Hi, Miss Julie. How are you? We're good. How are you doing? I'm good. Happy early Easter. Nice. Back at you. <laughs> um, we. I have just. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, and um, I have a recipe, and it's very, very simple. Don't need to write it down. It's ham. And you take a boneless ham, and you open a, a can of Coke, and then you spread that Coke on. Oh, you put holes in the ham with a knife, and then you pour Coke over it, fill those holes up, maybe a little extra on the bottom, and you cook it on 325 for about 30 minutes a pound. So what, you <laughs> just take a cooked ham? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And you just put the Coke over it after you put some holes in it uh -huh. and cover it. And it's delicious. It sounds weird, but it's really good. Well, you know, I've heard other recipes with 7-Up and, uh, I mean, you know, I've heard stuffed chickens with a beer can. So, <laughs> there's, so you just pour the Coke over like a marinade kind of thing? Uh-huh. You just pour wow. it over and it goes, it, 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 it 
you know, uh-huh. and then uh-huh. it calms down and you put the little bit of foil over the top of it. Uh-huh. And it's really good. I mean, it doesn't sound good, but it really tenderizes the ham. Wow. I, you know, I, I'm sure it does. So, well, I guess you don't have to put brown sugar. You get the sugar from the Coke. Yeah. Right? You got so, the sugar from yep. the Coke. That's right. So, wow. Well, something new. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you, Julie. That sounds really mm-hmm. interesting. I might have to try that. So thank you so much. <clears throat> All right, Jeannie. Yes, ma'am. If you want, I pulled out the recipe that I use for turkey since Eugene had, I think it was Eugene. No, it was Herbie. Oh, Herbie. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was Herbie. Sorry, Herbie. Had said something about a turkey recipe. Do you want me mm-hmm. to? Yes, ma'am. Okay, what I do, Herbie, and I've I've never had it turn out badly, is I use a variation on the uh, Reynolds roasting bag for my turkey. So you take your bag and you put about one tablespoon of flour in the bag and then you hold the bag closed and you shake it so the flour gets all over the bag that's supposed to help and does help the bag from keeps it from sticking to the turkey. You rinse your turkey and you pat your turkey dry and you're going to cut up um, about one onion and at least two ribs of celery, cut them fairly small and lay those on the bottom of your bag in the pan. So you're making like a little bed for Mr. Turkey. And then mix together two to three tablespoons of melted butter with, get ready for your spices, one tablespoon sage, one teaspoon each thyme, basil, rosemary, paprika, seasoned salt, and one half teaspoon pepper. Rub this on and in the bird, you know, on the bird and then under the skin, wherever you can get under the skin. And put your turkey in the bag, breast side up, lay him gently on top of the onion and celery. And then there should be a tie in the box. Usually the ties are wrapped up in the instructions. And you tie the end of the bag closed. And then you punch six little half inch um, slits in the top of the bag. That's so that as he cooks, your bag won't explode because you don't want that to happen. (laughs) And then depending on um, how big your turkey is, and there is a chart in the bag, um, you cook it anywhere from two hours for a small turkey to three to three and a half for a big, huge 24-pounder. But a lot of the turkeys, they have the little button thing that will also pop up when it's done. Uh Take it out, let it rest for 15 minutes before opening the bag, and then open it and enjoy. But I've always had good luck with the Reynolds roasting bags for my turkeys. Yes, me too. And then if you really really want to go off the edge and be a little uh, experimental and there's just you and maybe another person with you you're not going to have a lot of people you could get a turkey breast and do that in the instant pot for eight (laughs) minutes per pound there you go there you go that's my turkey thank you you're welcome that sounds good thank you 
And I love the roasting bags. Absolutely. They are, they are so just convenient. And it's interesting. I don't know if anybody knows this, but my sister has a um, parrot, Amazon parrot. He's like 30 something years old, <clears throat> but she can't use a roasting bag because supposedly it's poisonous to the bird. So beware that if you have a bird in your house, make sure that it's not poisonous to the bird because we certainly would not want to kill your parrot. So, wow, I didn't know that. I knew that Teflon was. You don't yeah. want to use pans yeah. with Teflon. Exactly. So, is it poisonous to the bird then, or is the bird just upset that you're cooking his cousin? No, no. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. No, Herbie. No, Herbie. Supposedly, <laughs> it is poisonous to the bird. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I didn't know that about the roasting bag. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't bird, know it either. And it's Cause just because like, I knew the roasting bag was poisonous to the bird in question because that's what you're roasting. And yeah, right. So the bird, you know, the, the live bird might be upset that you're cutting his cousin, but uh, no, seriously, right. she said, she, said yeah. she can't use them. So, not supposed to feed well. the bag to the bird, maybe the turkey, but not the bag. No, that's okay. So, yeah, anyway, yeah, some, you feed the birds tuppence a bag. That, that's also Mary Poppins told us. So, so all right, anybody else? Belinda? We do not have anyone. Sorry, my internet just went out. Uh, we do oh, not have anybody. Okay. Well, I have something really cute. And um, this was something very unique. And then I do have a Maryland stuffed ham that I want to share with everybody. So if you make deviled eggs and you Put the filling in a little high. You put two peppercorns on the the filling. For um, we're making Easter or chicks, baby chicks is what they're called. So they're they're Easter chicks. So you put peppercorns on either side for eyes on the yolk, and then you stick a little teeny weeny stick of carrot in between the peppercorns and they look like baby chicks so they are really cute my sister made them last year and i was like oh my gosh these are adorable so but you got to make sure the filling is a little above the white so just you can say oh these are baby chicks so anyway and then um a Maryland stuffed ham. You buy a cooked ham, not smoked. You don't want a spiral or anything. You just want a cooked ham. And you score them, um, the X's on top, you score them deep. So you open up the areas really deep. And you stuff them with a mixture of fresh spinach, scallions, and parsley so you put them all in a blender however you want to chop it up and you stuff each hole with this mixture and then you bake the ham in the oven um you pour over the top wine red wine um you bake it at 325 
for however many minutes that your ham is recommended. But every 30 minutes, you keep coating it with wine. The last 30 minutes, you take wine and honey and you glaze it. And it is absolutely very unique. It's a Maryland recipe. My sister lived in Maryland when um, she and her husband first got married. <clears throat> and she found that recipe and she's been making it every year. It takes a little time, but it is really good. <laughs> so so <clears throat> anybody not said hello that would like to say hi, even if you don't have a recipe? Because I'd hate to stop our meeting this quick, but we will have to decide what we're going to do next time. So if you want to no share takers so far, okay. Well, I will share my sweet potato casserole because I have to make this or I'm not allowed to come to Easter dinner. So <clears throat> you cook fresh sweet potatoes and you peel them and then you mash them. You usually use three to four, depending on the size. A half cup sugar, one stick of butter, margarine, two eggs, a teaspoon of vanilla, half cup of milk, and you put that in a 13 by 9 greased pan. And then you um, the topping is a third cup of melted butter. I usually double it because I don't think this is enough for a 13 by 9. Um, a cup of light brown sugar and a half cup of flour and a cup of chopped pecans. And you um, put it all in the oven. Let's see, 350 degrees. I usually uh cook it for about 30 to 45 minutes depending so and if i don't bring that i'm not allowed to come <laughs> all right anybody else want to say hi uh let's see pam yes ma'am yeah. Hello, it's me again. Um, I'd like to know where, how I could get that sweet potato recipe. I could probably substitute or not even put the sugar in it. I usually have things low sugar, but I like that. That sounds fantastic. It is really good. Um, you can send an email or call the Minneapolis office mm -hmm. um, or send an email to community at acb.org. And I would be happy to send it to you. Who did I tell? Who did I tell? Did it? Who? Um, what's your? You would. What's your name? With I. I am Sheila, and you just okay. tell tell them that you would like to reach out to the person that does the recipe swap. Well, that sounds really cool. That I love. That sounds great. We love sweet potatoes around my place. Yeah, Thanks. A, you're welcome. Thank you, Pam. Thanks for being here. All right, Eugene. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, I think I made a decision that whether family's coming or not, they're going to get the ham cooked in the, the uh, crock pot this year. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Go for it. the machine with your... See, I got a five five quart crock pot, so I should be able to get quite a few slices of ham in there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Along with in the oven, then I'll fix a. If they don't come, I'll fix a eight by eight or nine by nine, whichever size it is, pan of uh, green bean uh, casserole. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Got to have green bean casserole. Oh yeah, definitely. Don't forget your crock pot liner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, did she tell you about that the other day? I fixed ribs. And I put the ribs in and everything, poured the juice in, uh, the barbecue sauce in. And I said, oh, man, I forgot to put a Crock-Pot liner in. <laughs> and I'm the one that always says, make sure you use your Crock-Pot liner. Mr. Preacher of Crock-Pot liners. Uh-huh. Okay. But I will definitely will use the Crock-Pot liners when I do the ham. <laughs> to make it easier to get them out. Yeah. Uh, all right, Belinda. Anybody else? Vicki. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, hi. Um, uh, right after the pandemic hit uh, two years ago, of course, it was Easter, and I made lamb chops and had not, you know, I've made pork chops and stuff like that in the past, but um, they were really easy to do, and I forget what seasonings I put on, but I believe I put, the recipe said, put thyme and oregano and maybe a little bit of rosemary. You season the lamb chops, and you just brown them on the uh, stove just for a couple minutes on each side and then put them in the oven and bake them. And I had small lamb chops. It was just me. And I only had to cook it around 20 to 25 minutes, but, uh, they came out really well. And, uh, from what I saw in the recipe that lamb cooks, and maybe this is not right, but I found, uh, they cook quicker than pork chops do, but that's just maybe the ones I had. And see, I was going to be a wise guy and say how much time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no, a little bit. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I was surprised how uh, quickly they how quickly they cooked. I had not made them before. Yeah, I I don't eat lamb, so I didn't. I, I don't. I don't know. eat it. Well, I don't eat it very much either. Uh, so, but I just kind of wanted something different that year. So yeah, yeah. That's that's why I did it. So you just kind of seasoned them, browned them, and then yes. baked them. And, and put them in the oven. And you don't put any sauce on them. You just bake them in the oven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right. Well, thank you, dear. Oh, sure. All right. Anybody else? Not at the moment. All right. So we are going to decide what our next call is going to be, which will be on the 20th. So... Any ideas? If you have an idea, raise your hand. And let's see what we come up with. Because you guys are the reason we have the call. And it's not my creation. And again, I want to thank Peggy for helping me with write-ups. Thank you so much. So, uh, no problem. <laughs> that was cute, the one this for Easter. That was really it cute. Was, she did a good job. <laughs> Didn't she? I know. <laughs> so, all right. Danette. Danette. Yes, ma'am. I would say muffins. And I, I have these silicone muffin tins that I would probably do muffins in the air fryer. Holy oh, cow. Wow. All right. And I already got a recipe for you, too. 
All right. So, so do we know the Muffin Man? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a good one. You don't need me this Marvel time. Marvel Man. <laughs> I might be able to do this on my own, Peggy. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Sounds like she can. I know. Right, muffins so sound is good. That, is everybody fun. good with muffins? Sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to end a little early tonight, but you that's okay. You do have okay. another raised hand. Oh, I'm sorry. Marie? Yes, uh, ma'am. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, um, because this could be muffin stew, um, three uh, or less ingredient recipes. All right. Well, how about we save that for the next call? Okay. And we do yeah. muffins on the 20th. So if Sounds everybody's good. good with that, we're going to do muffins. So on the okay. 20th, we will do a muffin call. And I will ask Peggy to help me with the write-up, but I think I'll be able to I think I'll be able to I figure think, it out. I think he already did. Who knows the muffin man? <laughs> do you know the muffin man is perfect? <laughs> so, so thank you everybody. Thank you, Cindy, for streaming. Thank you, Belinda, for being host. And thank you all for being here. Because if you weren't here, we wouldn't have a call. So stay safe, stay well, happy Easter. And no matter what you believe, you know what? We are very blessed. So thank That's you, everybody. Cool. I still hoping it's a chocolate. Thank you, Sheila. <laughs>